And if we are going to stay the course and keep standing up for what is true and right, we are going to have to have a ton of energy so we can persevere. We cannot let our health limit our ability to act. We need to be strong. We need to have endurance. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and I am your hostess. I'm also the author of Holistic Endurance Training, the Integrated Approach to Thriving as an Athlete. I am so glad that you are here with me today. I have had a new habit over the last few months. When the pandemic first started, my daughter came home from New York with her dog to stay until things settled down in New York City. That brought my house up to a total of one husband, three daughters, and three dogs, and sometimes two boyfriends. But that's a story for another time. Iris, our New York City dog, gets up the earliest, and she likes to get the neighborhood dogs all wound up. So every morning as the sun rose, all three dogs would go outside and run straight to the fence to get that doggy party started. And since no one likes barking dogs at 6 a.m., I started walking the dogs first thing in the morning, all in an effort to maintain harmony in our neighborhood. So I've been doing this for a couple of months now, and when I wake up, the dogs run to their leashes now because they know that they are going to go on their adventure. And we have a couple of routes that we take depending on how much time I have before my first appointments in the morning. Some days we take a longer, more leisurely stroll on our paved trails where they are surrounded by trees and they can delight their little doggy senses by all the great smells. There's so much to sniff early in the morning when you are a dog. And other days it's just a quick jaunt around the block, but we go on this walk every morning. And I've discovered that our morning walk gives me time to wake up. Depending on how long we walk, I can listen to one or two of my favorite podcasts. And by the time we are done, my body feels awake enough that I can go on my run. And this is one of the habits that I plan to keep once the world gets back to whatever normal looks like. I like having that quiet time in the morning with my dogs and my thoughts. I've also talked a lot on the podcast about my feet and ankles and the pain I still experience due to the hormone-blocking drug that I have to take to reduce the risk of my breast cancer coming back. Our walk is a minimum of 30 minutes each day, and I have found that it has been the perfect warm-up before I run. Once I've walked for that length of time, it doesn't hurt to run anymore. So that has been bonus. But the other thing that I've really liked is that running has been so enjoyable for me, even without a race to train for. I do some of my best thinking when I run. I feel energized. I feel creative. I always come up with an idea for myself or for one of my clients, and there's just nothing else that gives me that kind of energy. And I always say I wish I could bottle that energy so that if you are not a runner or somebody that you know is not a runner, I just wish everybody could understand That energy that comes from getting outside on a beautiful day for a run, it just, it's invigorating. I'm also always telling you about the benefits of keeping a journal. And this is the type of stuff I try to get you to write down in your journal. 
Whatever you choose for fitness should be enjoyable or rewarding or provide some kind of benefit that that you're aware of. Otherwise, you're not going to keep on doing it. I have found that the stories I tell in my podcasts work the same way for me. I can go back and listen to an old episode and I remember what I liked about running or what was special about a certain time in my life. And that just further fuels me and makes me want to stick with it and do the things necessary so that my body is capable of continuing to run. I think sometimes I also get that sense from going back through some of my Facebook memories and looking at some of the pictures of old races or people I was spending time with as I was training. I think that that works too. But all of these things help me remember what I enjoy about running. And that is part of what keeps me going. And I think that that is the value when I'm pushing this journaling all the time. That is the value of journaling and tracking your thoughts and tracking your feelings. You always have that ability to go back through and use it as your highlight reel to remember what made you happy, what what was going well in your life at a particular time. This pandemic is far from over. In many states, the numbers are rising. In this first week of July, people are wondering if we're even going to have school in August. And I know I am not alone when I say that for the sake of our children, I hope we are all able to find a safe way to get kids back into the classrooms, not just to learn, but to have a true educational experience with friends and teachers and hands-on learning. We're also in the middle of a social justice awakening that is long overdue. As a white woman, I keep thinking, if I think this is emotionally exhausting just for the short period of time that I have been experiencing this, think about how exhausting it must be to be a black man or a black woman who has had to stand up for their rights every single day of their lives. And if we are going to stay the course and keep standing up for what is true and right, we are going to have to have a ton of energy so we can persevere. We cannot let our health limit our ability to act. We need to be strong. We need to have endurance. And one of the best things you can do to make sure you have the energy for all the stress you are facing is to exercise. If you enjoy running, you can run, but it doesn't have to be running. But I really do encourage you to find something that you love and stick to it. In episode 107, you are going to hear from Dan Williams. Dan is in his early 70s, and he survived open-heart surgery when his life was revived multiple times during this life-saving operation. And following his recovery, he went on to achieve top USA ranking as a master's track athlete. His story blew me away, and I think you are going to love our interview for a lot of reasons. But one of the things I enjoyed about our talk was that his story is a reminder that we can always start over. We can always change who we are, how we spend our time, how we manage stress, who we spend our time with, and what we do to take care of ourselves. It's never too late, not in your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, or beyond. You can change who you are, you can change what you do, you can change your beliefs and values, and you can certainly take up any kind of physical activity that your body will tolerate. 
Last week, I asked you to get into the habit of sitting down to dinner and asking your family to share their wins of the day. I hope you'll keep on doing that and jotting down your own responses in your journal. Today, I want to ask you to also think about who you want to be. What do you want your life to look like in six months from now? What do you want your life to look like one year from now? How about five years from now? Who is that person? What does she do for fun? How does she spend her time? What does she value? I know not everyone has had tons of extra time during this pandemic. Some of us are just trying to juggle a house full of kids, dogs, and a significant other while trying to work from home and homeschool our kids. But I bet you've developed some new habits. Are these habits you want to keep? Are there some you could change as you try to become the person you just described? Are there some you want to change, some you want to get rid of, some you want to keep? That person who you want to be in months and years ahead, what are they like? You are never too old to reinvent yourself. What are your dreams? Don't be that person who gave up on their dreams. Don't let this pandemic be your excuse for giving up on yourself and where you want to be. Once you've taken a few notes in your journal, turn the page, and I want you to create an I am statement. Write a few sentences or a paragraph or two about who you are, as if you already are that person that you want to be five years from now. Once you have that I am statement written, you decide how public you want to be with that. If your family isn't super supportive, it's okay to be protective and secretive about your dreams for now. But if you're up for it, turn that statement into some kind of a cute poster or a card that you can recite to yourself every morning when you're in front of your mirror, or transfer it to a note card that you keep in your phone case and read it at least once every day. As you try to take on new habits and imagine that person you want to become, it helps to continue to reinforce those habits. And that's one way you can do that. I have been saying for weeks that I need to get back into the habit of doing my two-minute workouts at the top of each hour while I'm working. And then the day slips away, and I realize that I didn't do my exercises again. It's hard to start a new habit. It's easy to forget about the new habits you're trying to create. So it helps to add triggers and reminders into your day. One thing I've started doing is I set my alarms on my phone to go off once an hour. And as soon as I turn that alarm off, I set it again so it goes up the next day at the same time. And that helps me remember to take those breaks. And when the alarm goes off, if it's completely slipped my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is this new habit I was going to start. So it's just another way to help me get into the habit of taking those exercise breaks. Friends, we have a long road ahead of us. The rest of this year is going to be a challenge, and I want you to be in the best possible position to come out of this strong. I want you to be in the best possible shape to achieve your goals, whether that's personal, fitness, professional, family, or financial goals. And one of these ways that you can do that is to keep pushing forward, to keep getting up every day, to keep moving, do the things that energize you. Choose the things that energize you. Spend time around the people who lift your spirits and encourage you to achieve more. Decide who you want to be every day. And if you're stalled out, if you think you can't be productive or that you're stuck, ask yourself why. 
Try to figure out what's keeping you stuck. What is bothering you? And then try to just do a little bit of problem solving and see if you can come up with just one baby step so that you can take one step in the direction you want to go each day. Remember, I'm always saying running is never just about running. Running is training you for the person you are going to become. Running teaches you resilience. It shows you that you can handle hard things. And again, you don't have to run. I use running all the time as my example because running is what I love. But I am here to encourage you to participate in whatever movement activity lights you on fire. So I started this podcast at the top of the show talking about my dogs And you probably heard the jingle jangle of their little collars as they got tired of sitting next to me while I was recording. They were scratching on the door, trying to get out. I love those little pups of mine, which you would think is hilarious if you knew how many years of my children's lives I resisted having a dog. But speaking of dogs, check out episode 26 early on in the podcast history Life lessons we can learn from dogs. I did a whole episode about the love of dogs that I found once I finally caved and let my children have a pet. If you don't have dogs to walk in the morning, maybe you can have a socially distant walk or run with a friend, or I've seen some people taking their iPhones out and FaceTiming with friends while they run. That's another way, probably a way you haven't tried running before. Anyway, be creative, get out there, move. Follow me in my group. Come check us all out in the group. Search for Power of Run Strength Challenge on Facebook. Anybody in that group would love to help and support you. So I encourage you just to come find us or send me a note at Coach Kim at The Power of Run. Let me know what things are on your mind, what questions you have, and I'll try to tackle those in a future episode. I will talk to you soon. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign Power of Run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.